Hello again. My name is TCP White and I am still on a mission to positively change the world. In this episode, I shall be speaking to us about expectations. Expectations. What are your expectations from God? And have you taken time out to find out what God expects of you? We live in a time where everyone is all about me, myself, and I. What's in it for me? Before you enter into any relationship, you want to find out what there is to gain. Nobody cares sometimes to find out what the other partner gains. That is why for many of us, we do not take time to read contractual agreements. We just want to see the figures and then we just sign. And at the end of the day, we run into all sort of trouble because we did not take time to read. The same thing with us as Christians. Christianity is an agreement between God and man. What are his expectations? What are your expectations? So if you have entered into Christianity with the expectation that it's just about meeting your needs, you may be in the wrong relationship. Many of us have been preached to the fact that once you come into Christ or once you give your life to Christ, all your needs are met. Don't get me wrong, God is a good God. He's interested in doing good things for his people. But the question is, is that all there is to Christianity? Is it that God is just an ATM machine where we just go slot in our card and make withdrawals and then move on? That is not the case. God has his own expectation, just as we have our expectations. So as people who have entered into a relationship with God, a contractual agreement, it will interest you to note or to take time to read what God expects of you so that you'll be able to fulfill his expectations as you expect him to fulfill your expectation. Two scriptures will help us to understand better this point that I'm trying to note. The first one is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added to you. What is that, or what does that mean? How does that apply to our lives? The kingdom of God here talks about God's expectation. To seek it is to be or play an active role in making sure, in ensuring that the kingdom of God spread just as he taught us to pray in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 10. He says that the kingdom of God should come and that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is God's expectation. God wants to reign on earth through you. And Jesus said, once you allow him to do that through you, your needs, your expectations shall be met. So if you come to Christianity, you come to God through Christ with the notion or the mindset or the attitude that you would have all your needs met and you don't want to play a role in God's intention or God's plan or God's agenda, then you will be in the wrong relationship. The second scripture is Romans chapter 14 verse 17. It says, For the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is what God intends. The Bible here is saying that the kingdom of God is not about your personal needs when he said eating and drinking. That's not all there is to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God transcends beyond that. It is in establishing righteousness, 
peace and joy in the earth, which is what the world needs. If your personal need is met, it doesn't guarantee that the world is in a better place. But when the world is established in righteousness, in peace and in joy, then your personal needs will be met. Let us look at this scripture from the message translation. How does it put it? God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach for goodness sake. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together and completes it with joy. That is how the message translation puts it. Let us see how the amplified version puts it. It says, after all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes, but instead it is righteousness, that state which makes a person acceptable to God and heart peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is what God intends for the world. The world is in dire need of righteousness, peace and joy. And God's expectation is that when you come to him, he will through you establish righteousness, peace and joy in the world so that your needs in turn will be met. The question here then is, how does righteousness, peace and joy become established in the world? It's for you as a Christian to take your place in the seven mountains that governs the world, the seven mountains of influence. Take for example, the mountain of government. The Bible says when the righteous is on the throne, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, then there is chaos, there is mourning everywhere. So if as a Christian, you spend time with God in your secret place and obtain God's vision of righteousness, peace and joy, and you obtain God's dream of righteousness, peace and joy, God's will for the earth, and then you run for government, whether in the local or the state or the federal level, or you become an appointee, and then you walk to establishing God's kingdom, like we also thought, to seek the kingdom of God, to play an active role in establishing God's kingdom in your office, in the neighborhood where you live, in your immediate environment, then you will be taking an active part. You'll be playing your role to fulfilling God's expectation, God's need. And in so doing, your needs will be taken care of. The relationship we enter into with God is a symbiotic relationship. But many of us Christians have taken it to be a parasitic relationship where we are praying on God. We are leeching on God as it were, just sucking him. Good enough, God is never a, a, an ocean that runs dry. He's ever flowing. But his heart yearns for people who will do his will here on earth. He doesn't just need people who come to him seeking to fulfill their need. He needs people who he will establish himself through. He will first walk in you and then through you to reach out to the world, to liberate creation, to redeem the world, to establish righteousness, to establish peace, to establish joy in the earth, and thereby you will then have your needs met. That is what God intends. Scripture is saying that you should not just come to God with just, I want to eat, I want to drink, I want to wear good clothes, I want to drive the latest car, I want to live in a fancy house, I want to drive the private jet. All of these things are good, but there are some things that come first, 
And scripture says it is seeking the kingdom of God. It is when you go about doing God's will that God will be obliged, will be happy to establishing or meeting your needs because he knows that in doing so, you will use those things to promote him wherever you are. So the point here is the kingdom of God is not about your personal needs. It is not about food and drink. But it's about right standing, right living with God. It's about peace. It's about joy. And that can only come through the Holy Ghost. The world needs righteousness. That the world will be established in equity, in justice. The world needs peace, harmony. The world needs people to live in joy, satisfaction. You know, living a, a life of standard. But all of this can only happen when Christians yield themselves to the Holy Spirit, who is the governor of the kingdom of God at this, at, this, at this time, this dispensation. And he will walk through you to establishing these things which are the will of God for the earth. And in so doing, once it's good for all, it will be good for one. The selfish prayers we pray every time, let it be well with me. Until it is good for everyone, it will not be good for one. That things are well with you is not automatically translated to meaning that things are well with the world but if things are well with the world with the nation with the community where you live it will invariably affect your well-being my name is tcp white i am on a mission to positively change the world